0: About After him, all, in the he's Soviet not a tame yet, man. You But your scientists were <laughs> so preoccupied whether <laughs> or not they could oh, oh, the oh, you You and I have
1: a rendezvous with destiny.
0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Story War. I'm your host, Ethan Nunn, and this week I'm joined by Olivia Collins. And we're going to do something that we're very excited about because summer is here. Woo! So that means summer reading lists are out.
1: Absolutely. We are very excited today to share with you our own personal top 10 books that we think you should check out for this summer for your summer reads.
0: Yes, absolutely. So these are actually going to range from all sorts of topics, genres, lengths. I'm sure. And we actually don't know what the other person has put for their book list. Yeah, so we're going to go from 10 to one in that order. So we're going to go our top, our top 10. So Olivia, are you ready for this?
1: Yes, I am so ready. All
0: right, let's go. All right. All right. For, for number 10, my good old number 10 is going to be Animal Farm by George Orwell, yes. which is a novella. And, um, I guess the synopsis of Animal Farm would be it is a farm that is an allegory of socialism and communism and other things. And there's all these different historical characters within the animals. There's a lot of deep meaning. In the story, it was written in 1945 by George Orwell, as we said before, um, which is the same person who wrote 1984, which is his more famous book. But Animal Farm, I found really interesting because it's a fairy tale and it's extremely short. So if you're really wanting a easy like read within like maybe like three hours type book, this is it.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I remember reading that book like, oh, man, a couple of years ago, I actually did it with a worldviews class. And that was a very interesting read for sure. So I would highly recommend that as well.
0: Fun. All right, Olivia, what is your number 10?
1: Okay, so if I will start that I did not uh, put all the dates, of course, when my books were written, but I, wasn't, I didn't go that far. But definitely for my t- first one, my 10th t- uh, book, I put The Hiding Place by Cory Ten Boom. Ooh. So that's one of my favorite books. It's definitely for those of you who know the story of Cory Ten Boom, she... And her father and sister worked in a clock shop in Holland around the time of World War II. They were actually assisting in hiding German, not German, Jewish uh, refugees in their home in a secret wall in Corey's closet. And they were doing that to protect them from the Germans from taking them to these concentration camps. And so eventually in the book, they get found out. Corey and Betsy get taken to the concentration camps. and Basically, it's a story of like forgiveness and in a way, I suppose, and like redemption. So it's a way of kind of like how Corey is going through this walk in life of, oh my gosh, like, how can I, God, how can you do this as people who love you? And so it's definitely a very interesting story and I definitely would recommend you read it.
0: Yeah. uh Hiding Place is a really, really, really good book. Um, it's one of the first biographies I remember reading as a child. So that was our number 10. So those are both two amazing books. Number nine, Olivia, what did you put down?
1: Number nine, I put Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. So, classic. Yes, I absolutely love this one. So to be in all honesty, I have actually, I'm still kind of in the middle of this book, but I've been in the, the production, of course. So I know the story front and back, backwards and forwards. But for those of you who don't understand the story of Pride and Prejudice, it's about this young girl named Elizabeth Bennett, and she lives with her four other sisters. She's the second eldest bennett in the bennett family and she meets this young man named mr darcy and he's this very prideful very wealthy man and so they both have their differences they both kind of argue a lot but in the end of course it's a romance so they fall in love but definitely the story is about their two vices elizabeth's being the prejudice because she's always like you know she's making pre-assumptions and then darcy's is obviously the pride so if you would like a good romantic novel that's definitely a classic i would totally recommend you read Pride and Prejudice.
0: It's one of my favorite romances. We're actually going to be doing an episode later this year on Pride and Prejudice. And yes. I'm really excited about that one because um, as Olivia has also been in, she's played portrayed Elizabeth Bennett. I've also portrayed Elizabeth Darcy in another um, show of Pride and Prejudice. So my number nine, um, this goes out to all of our Christmas and July fans. So I put a Christmas book for this one. So the Christmas book I did was Letters from Father Christmas Ooh. by J.R. Tolkien. Um, the book was written in nineteen seven or published in nineteen seventy-six. And what Letters from Father Christmas is, is every year J.R. Tolkien's children would write letters to Father Christmas, or in the States we call him Santa Claus. And he would write responses back as if they were from Father Christmas to his children. And so there's all these really cute stories on um, like these battles between the goblins and like the polar bears and everything. So it's really fun. It's a, another, it's actually another really short book, but um I find it really entertaining and it's a really good children's book and just something that's really uh fun to read. And it's not one of his better known books. So I that's why I put that one down.
1: Yeah, it's a really good one. Wow. Yeah. All
0: right, number eight. So I put for number eight, I put actually one of the most life-changing biographies I've ever read in my entire life down for this one. And this would be God and Ronald Reagan by Paul Kinger. Mm-hmm. Um, It was written in 2004 or published in 2004. And what it is, is it pretty much walks through the whole life of Ronald Reagan from birth to death, pretty much. Um, And it really just talks about how much. God moved in his life and Ronald Reagan's beliefs about God and um, all the really weird, crazy, miraculous things that happened to Ronald Reagan um, throughout his life. And then also it contains office speeches, which um, if you don't know, Ronald Reagan had a lot of biblical references in almost every speech he ever gave. So um, I put that one down is a phenomenal biography. I would highly recommend you read it. And so, yeah, that was my number eight. Olivia, how about you?
1: Nice. It's super cool. So for my number eight, I put a book. I'm not sure how well known it is, but I put With You Always by Jodi Headland. It is definitely a rather romantic novel. It's about a young uh, German immigrant growing up in New York City and about a wealthy young man. And basically, the synopsis of the book is the young man's father has put out this competition for his two sons. And he's saying, okay, whoever, which one of you is able to build a town and get married and find the woman you love in like six months? You get the title to my estate because I'm about to die. You get the title to my estate and my business. And so both brothers are like, oh, let's do this. So it's kind of definitely a story about how the young man is falling in love with this young German girl. And oh, it's it's such a good book. So, again, another romantic uh, novel. Definitely recommend it.
0: That one sounds interesting. I haven't read that one. That will be an interesting read. I'll have to add to my list. Absolutely. All right. So moving on to our number seven. For number seven, I put down Operation Grindel by daniel schwabauer and it was actually published this year in 2021 um operation grindle is a really interesting story it's a science fiction um book and what it is is it's about a futuristic reporter and he is reporting on ai wars um on these different planets and pretty much it's him as a war correspondent um traveling around and recounting what it was like to be a war correspondent um, fighting against AI. But each chapter is actually laid out as a headline and as a um article that's very interesting. So there's that one. Um, so that's what I have for number seven, Olivia.
1: All right. Yeah. So definitely I will add to the operation Grendel. I'm actually in the middle of that book right now. And I will say it's a very, very well-written book, and it's actually really good, especially for those of you who love like sci-fi kind of novels. So it's definitely a good one. So for my number seven, I put the screw tape letters by C.S. Lewis, which Ooh. I'm actually in the middle of this one too. I'm actually in the middle of a lot of books right now, <laughs> but I definitely would really like this book because I'm very much into like the spiritual realm and like how different, like how the side, like the evil side and how like, the good side, both sides are kind of depicted in different ways in different books. So I enjoyed the way that C.S. Lewis like set this up, how he kind of has this one character, I believe it's Wormwood and yeah. he's like the nephew of screw tape. So screw tape. Is this demon and he's like writing letters to his nephew, Wormwood, kind of telling him how to be the perfect demon and like how to like, you know, take a host, which is like a human and like turn him around so that he serves their master, which is, of course, in, in reality, Satan. But it's a very, very different approach to like the spiritual realm. I think it's super cool the way he's written this.
0: It's it's a really, really, really phenomenal book. Um, Yeah, absolutely. So for my number six, I put down um, another fairly recent book, Um, You're Not Enough and That's Okay by Ali Beth Suckey. It's a really good book. It's um along the lines of like faith and culture. But um it's another really short book. And Ali Beth Stucky is a podcaster, and she talks about um a lot of uh, talk it toxic feminism she talks about um the lies about toxic toxic masculinity and what it is and how it's not biblical and then um a lot of other things that are really interesting and she just kind of recounts parts of her life but she also talks about really pressing social matters and cultural matters in a really interesting biblical way and um i think it will be a, a classic because of its length and also because of how good the content is for that and next will be our number five but Before we get to our number five, we would like to thank you, our listeners. We have been so blown away and amazed by the amount of listeners we have. And we're actually in, surprisingly, multiple different countries now. Which, if you are listening to the podcast and you're from another country, um, this is very interesting to us. Olivia, what countries are we in right now?
1: Ooh, so I want to remember for sure. I know for sure we have a listener in Germany. We mm-hmm. have some in, I believe, New Zealand. And yeah. wasn't there one in Australia, I think? or um, I think we were
0: there? in South, South Africa. South Africa. That yeah. was it. Yes. Yeah. So, And then, of course, we thank all of you listeners in the good old United States. We appreciate that. I mean, you're the majority of our listening base. But it's really exciting that we're growing international. And we're just so thankful for that. Absolutely. Um, if y'all want to reach out to us and connect with us, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Give this um, episode five stars, like it um, if you can. We'd really appreciate that. Um, it really helps the word out more about the podcast. So yeah. with that being said, we're going into our top five. If there were only five books you could read this summer, we're going to give you the list of what they should be. Olivia, what is your number five?
1: All right, cool. So before I go on to number five, I almost forgot to do my number six. Oh. So I will go on to that one first. but. My number six was Lady in Waiting by Jackie Kendall. And real quick, for all you ladies out there, it's a really amazing book about how, beca- it's about becoming God's best before you meet Prince Charming. And so if you're like in that kind of, either if you're single still, or if you're in a healthy Christ in a relationship, I highly, highly recommend this book because it, it helped me definitely in my season of life where I was like, Lord, where is Prince Charming? So it's definitely a really great read. So, and okay. So with, with that being said, number five, my number five is The Delusion by Laura Gallier. Ooh. This book I actually picked up at the FPA homeschool convention this year. And oh my goodness, it is so good. So again, it's, it dives def, def, uh, definitely deeper into like the spiritual realm. So basically what it's about, it's about this young boy named Owen. He's kind of like depicted as the typical like young boy who doesn't have Jesus in his life. And it kind of opens up the book with that and like how his mom is in a bad place. His friends are all in weird places and everything. So, And he, like, stumbles upon this crazy old man in the middle of the forest, like, at night. And this well. This well is completely dry, but, like, the guy is able to bring up, like, water from this well. And he drinks it. He gets, like, really sick. Owen does. Wakes up the next morning and he discovers, like, all the people around him are, like, bound with shackles and chains. And he's like, what is happening? This is whack. So, basically, it kind of goes, takes him on this journey of, like, he has, like, this, his eyes have been opened to the spiritual realm. And, like, he gets to set the light side and the dark side. Eventually, he comes to know Jesus and kind of, like, becomes a warrior for the light. So, if you're looking for, like, a really great, like, kind of sci-fi, super, like, spiritual kind of book this summer, I would definitely recommend this book. I literally couldn't put it down for like the three days it took me to read
0: it. Oh, that's so interesting. I met Laura once like five years ago and I was like, oh, the book was like really, I was like, the book sounded really interesting, but I still haven't gotten the chance to read it yet. Yeah, gotcha. there's that one. All right, so for number five, this is going to be the largest book that I'm going to probably be putting down (laughs) for your must read list. It is well over a thousand pages, but it is so worth it. It is Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow. Mm, and it is one of the most uh interesting and insightful biographies um it's also um the story behind it is it was the um reason that hamilton the musical was written but the the biography is so interesting because it really shows you um hamilton and it shows you what he grew up like how proficient he was at writing and the amazing um like providence that was over his life with just like, you know, he shouldn't have come to America because he was an orphan and he was in the islands, but he somehow made it here. And he all, and he was extremely blessed with a beautiful family. And of course there's the sad tragedy of his death. So it's well worth the read. Ron Chernow is an amazing um, biographer, one of my favorites. And um, I would highly recommend you read that one. So Olivia. What's your number four?
1: Number four. Okay, so again, this is another book I've started, but I've actually not finished yet. I recently started, like I think actually a couple of days ago. But this book is by Nadine Brandis. It's called Romanoff.
0: Oh, it's so good. Oh,
1: so this book is about Anastasia Romanoff, the princess of Moscow, Russia. Um, for those of you who don't know me as well, I am a definitely a humongous fan of the Broadway musical Anastasia. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, she's my favorite. So definitely something upon this book was like, no accident. It's definitely, so it's about, it's a story of Anastasia, but it's told with a twist. So it's almost like more of like an espionage kind of theme. So Ethan's already read the book. So he probably can give you more insight on it from what it's about. But from what I've read so far, it's really, really good.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really good book. It's, it's definitely taking a twist with some, it's like some historical fiction, but it really makes it in a really extremely re- realistic way. And um, the author, she actually, like, she read a lot of biographies and has studied um the Romanov family for like a long time and like a lot of years from wow. what I was reading. And she's I think she's also like part Russian. So like That's super cool. Yeah, super cool. Super interesting. So yeah, I would I would also highly recommend that book. It was good. So my number four is um a little more on the philosophical side of this time. So I've been jumping all over the place with these. But The Right Side of History by Ben Shapiro. It was mm. um written in 2019, but it's a really good um it's a really good book that kind of gives you a synopsis of um, Western civilization and the philosophy that um, built this um, specifically with Jerusalem and Athens. So the idea of reason with Athens and then the idea of um, the the divine with Jerusalem and how those two things came together. And then eventually um, throughout the history of the West, how those two things are really what, um america was built on and so it's very interesting it goes through different philosophy it goes through a lot of um the jewish heritage so it's a really interesting book it's not a boring philosophy textbook like some books are but it's a really interesting insightful one and i think it's well worth the read um for number three this is a book that's actually already been mentioned if you could only read three books this summer this is what i put down for number three the screw tape letters Yes. (laughs) So um, this is the book that I put down for number three because uh, C.S. Lewis just, um, this is actually the book that launched him to fame. Um, A lot of people don't know that uh, Mere Christianity was written um, much later. This book was written in 1942. And this is the book that actually brought him to the United States. It's the book that put him on the cover of Time Magazine. And it's actually his best known book, even though um, if you're familiar with C.S. Lewis, you probably know him for... The Chronicles of Narnia, The Screwtape Letters, is his most widely acclaimed book. And Olivia already gave a synopsis of it, so I'll leave it there. Um, It's one of my favorite books of his of all time, though. So, Olivia, number three.
1: Number three. So, this actually is a book trilogy. It's one of my favorite books. trilogies (laughs) trilogies <laughs> but this is called the first book is called the story peddler it's part of the Ooh. story weaver trilogy so basically the books the synopsis of the book it's about this young girl named tanwin and she lives in oh man a long time ago in a in a little town but she travels along and she has with um, her uh, i believe it's her kind of like her uh mentor but basically she has this ability to create stories and like weave them and like make, make them like tangible with her fingers. And it's this unique ability that she can do. So something happens and basically she tells a story that kind of like is very treasonous or something. And it's like goes against like what the King's law is. So she finds herself on the run and, run and runs into other story weavers like herself, but they also have other abilities. Like some use their song to weave stories. Some use like paints to do it. And it's a very interesting book series. So it sounds a little crazy, but I definitely recommend it. Like, I'm pretty sure I cried at least once or twice reading this series.
0: That sounds really, really interesting.
1: Plus, there's like pirates and there's like battles on okay. the sea, so it's like it makes it so much better.
0: <laughs> okay, that sounds really good. We we'll have to add that to the list as well. Boy, this is really helping. Okay, um, number two. For number two, what I put down is Paul a biography. Um, it's by N.T. Wright, and it was written in 1996. This book. Is extremely interesting. It's really going through, um, the life of Paul the apostle, which isn't something that you really see in a lot of biographies. I don't think I've ever really seen a biography on Paul outside of a textbook, but this really breaks down, um, hit like Paul's passions and like all the references he makes back to the Old Testament. And then, um, something that I found really interesting is it really gave you a timeline of the different missionary journeys and then when paul wrote these letters so it gives you a time frame and a reference point for those things which you don't always get and it's something i always found so confusing and so it's a really interesting book and it's really written almost like a novel i'm not going to say it's written like a novel because it's a very clear historical biography but it's written extremely well it had me on the edge of my seat the entire time just because of all the connection points it makes between the old testament and the new testament and then um, paul's place in history and the different ideas that were going around him at the time so i would highly recommend that book olivia how about you
1: Nice. Awesome. So I think from my second, again, this is actually a whole series, but I'm going to recommend the first book because you can't really start a series unless you read the first book, you know? So this is true. I would have to say The Healer's Apprentice by Melanie Dickerson. So I stumbled upon this series actually at a homeschool convention a couple of years ago too. But oh my goodness, the way that Melanie Dickerson takes these classic fairy tales and like puts them into more of a, like a historical setting is phenomenal. So The Healer's Apprentice is the first book of the series. It's actually The Tale of Sleeping Beauty. We come upon this young girl, her name is Rose. And it kind of goes through her story of like, she's like the apprentice for a healer, which is kind of like, you know, the castle's like uh, apothecary or like the doctor. So it's all, it's a very interesting story. I definitely recommend it. And if you finish that book as fast as I read it, then I would suggest, you know, going on to the next ones too. There's like about, I want to say, almost a dozen books in the series. And they're all very very well written, and for those of you who are very much into like romance novels with like the knight is shining armor coming to save the princess kind of thing, this is the book series for you. So
0: yeah, that's th- that entire series is really good, and it's really interesting because they're all retellings of traditional stories. So it's oh, a really yeah. interesting series. All right, if there was only one book, Olivia, what is the one book you would recommend our listeners to read?
1: Ooh, so. Let's see, I think what I put for number one is definitely something you should be doing every single day. But I know for sure, like, you can definitely hammer down on it on the summer. But I put the Holy Bible for the first book because that is definitely a read that, like, we all, I think, as Christians need to constantly come back to and definitely be digging into every single day. So that's why I put that for the number one.
0: Wow. Okay. I feel awful now.
1: <laughs> you're Cause, good.
0: Cuz my number one. So, granted that you're going to be reading the Bible cuz Olivia already told you be reading the Bible. I put down Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. There you go. So, as you know, you're going around and reading the Bible, but Mere Christianity is um something C.S. Lewis was very much uh, cared about and it was this idea that when you boil down what are like what are the fundamental beliefs and he really articulated it well. Um an extremely impactful book in my life on um how to articulate what I believe and why I believe it. And so that is um, my number one, but you should definitely be using the Bible as your number one. Absolutely. Hands down. So yeah, that is um, this week's episode. We hope, I don't know. I I mean, I feel I didn't do the math, but I feel like we have like well over like, you know, a hundred thousand pages here.
1: I think so. So,
0: you know, this has given you a lot to read and to think on and a lot of good stories. And then a lot of good, um, biographies about people as well. So, you should come back next week, because we will be unpacking a story next week. Um, One of our favorites around here. So, as always, I'm E.L. Nunn, and this is Story.